Dave and Darren's Top 5 Things podcast here at DaveAndDarren.com and NachoRadio.com. I'll look back at just some of what we got accomplished on our Planet 93.9 morning show. How's it going, everyone? Thanks for downloading and subscribing. My name is Dave. His name is Darren. Hey, Darren. And I'm happy to tell you that the podcast is brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois, Tech Drive in Milan and West Main Street in Galesburg. Milan is open every day. Galesburg's open weekdays and Saturdays. The Milan store offers both medicinal and recreational. Galesburg is recreational only. Sign up for the newsletter and connect with Nature's Treatment. You can do so on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Here we go. Buckle up. Number one. Number one. 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 Number one. Chicago, Illinois, is now home, Darren, to a restaurant where you can get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, mm-hmm. which is a, a staple of elementary school. Yes, right? I was throwing this out last night. I was trying to figure things out because if, if everything goes according to my plan, because uh, my kid's doing the, you know the hybrid learning, where some days he's in school and some days he's not in school. Right, and I was trying to figure out. Um, you know, what are we going to do for lunch tomorrow? How much peanut butter do I need? Right. I'm like, you know, we haven't... It's been a long time since you and I have sat down and just done a peanut butter and jelly lunch. I'm like, that's that's what I'd like to do. He's like, or we could get something else. Like, <laughs> or how about no? Right. Right. <laughs> or, a, or what other fantastic ideas do you have there, it's like, old uh, man? <laughs> right. I mean, like, I, I'm looking at peanut butter and jelly for lunch like... Boy, that would be really charming, and and, and my eleven year old's like, or you know, or real. Why food don't you would go get me something? Yeah, right. That was kind of his take on things. <laughs> or there's a, a handful of places uh, I'd like you to go. It wouldn't kill you to maybe yeah. stop at Capriati's and give me that turkey sandwich exactly. I enjoy so well. If I'm going to, if I'm going to take this mask off, right, uh, it better be for a good reason. Right, but here's the thing: uh, if I'm going to be doing lunch all the time. I can't be doing takeout every day. Like, I I have to just... No, he from, needs to understand that. No, exactly. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I think we'll do peanut butter and jelly tomorrow. And he's like, mm, well... Well, just... what You need to stop telling him what's going to happen. No, because here's the problem, all right? Uh, yesterday he was home, and, uh, and it, I just figured if he's hungry, he'll eat something. Yes. Um, and he didn't do that? No, he did. But then my wife comes home and she's like, so so what did Owen have for lunch? And then I panic because I'm like, I guess I didn't I guess I didn't ask him if he wanted lunch. Well, then lie at that point. No, and I, I said, I, he had I'm, to... sure, I'm sure he had something. And then it's like, Owen, oh, what did you have for lunch? I had some popcorn. Ooh. Okay, so now I'm, I'm yeah. a bad dad because popcorn is not really a, a suitable lunch for a growing young man. That's a snack, right? So then I'm, I'm, what I was saying last night, was we need to get together a plan so that I know what we're doing for lunch the night before so that I can make arrangements to make that happen the day of. You dig what I'm saying? I know this is a long and boring story about peanut butter and jelly, and it's not it's not what I wanted to do with this break, but that's where I'm at. Uh-huh. If I don't kind of plan ahead, then things don't happen. Hmm. So I'm saying I, if I need to stop and get the ingredients... For a couple of different lunches, I need some ideas. Sure. Is all I'm saying. Yes. Well, there's a restaurant in Chicago that is open now that is doing peanut butter and jelly. There was a a place I went to in Oshkosh, Wisconsin, and they just did peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I thought, this is 
amazing. This is a great peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Although a couple of problems, when you're paying like four and a half, five bucks for a PB and J, yeah, it, you think to yourself, I could just, I could have just made this at home. But is it, is it a, a restaurant? That does your peanut butter and jelly, mm-hmm. but stuffs everything else in it. There were a bunch of different options, uh, and it was like really good bread and chicken like, breast. Yeah, this was. It wasn't like they had a, a big jar of you know Skippy or Jif back there. They were using like really fancy peanut butter and whatnot. It was really good, but I thought that was great. I don't think I'll ever go again because I don't know that I need to be dropping twenty bucks to feed uh, three people peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, it's, right? Yeah, it's- Peanut butter and jelly sandwich has... Uh, oh, you'd like prime rib with it, too. Sure. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, that okay, was... Okay, great. That was kind of... The idea. Kind of what they were doing. It's like your macaroni and cheese places <laughs> that are... How much macaroni and cheese is actually in here? Well, not a lot. It's the, yeah, the, the macaroni and cheese is really kind of like a delivery device for uh-huh. the other stuff that they're putting on it's, top it's of it. It's the canvas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Very charming. <laughs> these these PB and J places are something else. Uh, I don't know that they're open for very long. They they make a they make a splash, and you could buy. If I remember correctly, the one in Wisconsin, like you could buy their peanut butter and their jelly to take home. Uh-huh. And I think I did that because it was really good peanut butter and really good jelly. This is years ago. Twenty dollars each. Well, now this restaurant in Chicago is opening up, and uh, and they're offering a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that can be yours for just $350. It's a new joint there in the West Loop called PB&J. Uh, PB&J stands for Pizza, Beer, and Jukebox. But they also have a sandwich that they call the Golden Goose. It's a... Originally, the idea was to make a $200 peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And the original concept was this. If it comes with $200, I'm interested. <laughs> no, I think this is pretty good. It kind of did. The The idea for a $200 peanut butter and jelly sandwich was this. You just make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, uh-huh. but then you put a gold toothpick in it. <laughs> so now it's worth $200. They kept adding more and more layers to this and more and more extravagance. <laughs> they said that they wanted to make an over-the-top peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You have to order it a day in advance. The sandwich is built around a loaf of bread that has gold dust baked into the flour and edible gold leaf topping. Which is not good for your internal organs. The what's the what is it? Goldschlager. Remember that? Uh huh. What was the point of that? Is I, that still a thing? I don't know. I never had it. You ain't no liquor rat. The gold leaf bread is something where they they make gold nuggets out of gold dust and sea salt. It's then sandwiched with the most expensive jam in the world, imported from a outfit in France. Maison du Tres. The spread is prepared using a technique from the 14th century. Okay. Which involves painstakingly de-seeding red and white currants with goose quills. (laughs) That's my job. The golden goose sandwich, the peanut butter and jelly golden goose sandwich, is then drizzled 
with one of the rarest types of honey in the world. It's from New Zealand. It's called Manuka Honey. Got some of that at home. It also features Adam's all-natural peanut butter. Which, that isn't... That's like five bucks a jar. That, that, that shouldn't be... I don't know how you get to 350 bucks. No, it's the heavy metals that they're adding to it. Yeah, that can't be good for you. A percentage of all proceeds from these sandwiches are donated to something called Chicago Hopes for Kids. And you can take home any remaining jam and and, uh, honey from the sandwich. You can take that home if you want. Doesn't sound like they're probably making a big donation to that charity. (laughs) You can also get a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at this restaurant in its original form, which is Wonder Bread, peanut butter, and house-made grape jelly. They'll sell you that sandwich for five bucks. Give you two. I mean, most places will whip you up a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, won't they? Does it even have to be oh, on I the don't menu? Know. I don't know that that's really an option a lot of places. Hmm. I always think when I see that on the menu that that's kind of unusual. The kid's option. I wonder if there's anybody that always orders off the kid's meal. Well, they don't let you. They don't allow you to do that? Well, no. It says like, you know, 11 and younger, 12 and younger. Doesn't To, you to go? Oh, I guess with the to go, you could pull. You could pull a fast one. Well, I don't know if you're pulling a fast one. You just might be a weirdo. But it's well, like, well, no, those kids... I like, I like the stuff on the kids' menu. You no, know, those kids' menus sometimes offer pretty good deals. Well, that's right. You get a good you, meal. You can't prove I don't have... Yeah, and I'm a, taking it home to my kid. Yeah. Well, I never thought about that. Prove me wrong. Hmm. I'm looking here at a, uh, a place called the uh, Peanut Butter and Jelly Deli. And... They Make just it rhyme. They just had their first annual peanut butter and jelly sandwich eating championship. Couple of problems with that. First of all, it's inaugural, not first annual. That drives me crazy. Don't ever say first annual. Not around you anyway. Cash prizes for first, second, and third place. This just happened a couple of uh, a couple of days ago. Entry fee twenty five dollars. First prize, $250. Second prize, $100. Third, $50. Righteous. Entry fee includes an event t-shirt and a chance to win the cash prize. You mean I get a t-shirt? Plus lifelong bragging rights. Well, that could have been fun. That's priceless. That's it. The peanut butter and jelly deli. I'm taking a look here at the menu because, again, when I think peanut butter and jelly, I'm thinking it's your, your Wonder Bread, your White Bread, your... Your Smucker's jelly, and and then your, if it's me, extra crunchy, Skippy. You won't do creamy. No, I want to know that there's peanuts in there. <laughs> the, the taste of the peanut butter doesn't do that for you? Here's some of the PB&J sandwiches that they offer at this peanut butter and, and jelly deli. Um, the King. A grilled sandwich with a layer of our all-natural or honey-roasted peanut butter. Combined with sliced bananas and honey. So that's what, like, Elvis used to eat, right? Mm Mm-hmm. They also offer a grilled cheese and jelly. Your choice of American or sharp cheddar cheese and any of our craft jams or jellies, all melted between your choice of bread. That sounds fantastic. I would think that working at a place like that, Mm -hmm. it'd be like the first day, okay, well, this is kind of charming. And then after that, it'll be like, I just can't take it. I, I'm, 
I'm going to snap. The Big Apple Sandwich. Peanut butter and Jelly Deli's own freshly ground peanut butter smothered with our chunky apple jam topped with freshly diced apples. If I have to make one more of these sandwiches. (laughs) So here's the toppings you can get on your peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Bacon, ham, mallow cream, marshmallows, Nutella, jalapenos, chocolate sauce, honey, caramel sauce, pickles, and then sliced fruit, strawberry, apple, banana, sriracha sauce, cream cheese, and more. If I have to make one more of these sandwiches, (laughs) this place is going to turn into a crime scene. (laughs) The charm of this place wore off in the first couple hours. They have peanut butter and jelly party packs. Serves up to 24 people. That'd be fun if you went to somebody's house and it was catered. What it's did a you... Cater, a peanut butter and jelly... What did you just bring? Party... Uh, it's peanut butter and jelly party pack. What? 16 peanut butter or honey roasted uh, sandwiches. Everyone gets their own little jar. Two loaves of bread. So you gotta make it yourself? They just... Wait a minute. The party pack is... A jar, three jars of peanut butter, three jars of jelly, and two loaves of bread. <laughs> That's not catering. It's the world's biggest con. <laughs> for for <laughs> it serves twenty four people. It says three sixteen ounce natural peanut butter or honey roasted uh, peanut butters. Three jars of jelly or jam, your choice of flavor. So that's three jars of pe- peanut butter, three jars of jelly, two loaves of bread. What do you think they want for that? Thousand dollars. Sixty four ninety nine. This is this is a problem. It should not. Places also it says here open for private events. I, I would love to have my birthday party at the peanut butter and jelly deli. This sounds great. A little too precious. Two. 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 Gospel singer turned celebrity politician accused of masterminding the brutal assassination of her husband, who was at one time her adopted son, with the help of five of the couple's 55 children. Hmm. That's a lot to wrap your head around. <laughs> there is a lot to unpack with this story from Brazil. The story of Flordelis dos Santos de Sousa, a rags-to-riches celebrity whose story was documented in a popular movie. She's trying to stay out of jail over a murder that happened in 2019. Again, let me try to follow this. A gospel singer turned celebrity politician accused of masterminding the brutal assassination of her husband, who was at one time her adopted son, with the help of five of their 55 children. This guy was discovered shot 30 times, mostly in the groin. Shoot him in the groin. It was in the... and (laughs) Not the whites of his eyes. No. Aim for the groin. Anderson DeCarmo, 42 years old, discovered shot 30 times. Most of those blasts in the groin, he was discovered in the garage of the family home in Rio de Janeiro. See, now, when you're asking to have help mm-hmm. from 55 of your kids, 
I don't need you guys to do much. Individually? Right. Individually? Not much. When mom comes home from the grocery store, if everyone would just grab an item, we'll get everything out of the car in a jiffy. Exactly. Or if we're going to shoot your dad, who was your brother. (laughs) Some of you, you know what? We shot him 30 times. There's 55 of you. Now, she says that he was killed because of a botched robbery. And she says she no one is more devastated about his death than she is. She's 59. He was 42 when he took 30 shots to the crotch. She met and adopted this guy in 1991 when he was 14. She was 30. They got married in 1998 after becoming romantically involved. Is that allowed? Well, this is Brazil. What's that mean? I don't know what the laws are in Brazil, but it's super gross. Let's agree it's super gross. Both of these two are celebrities in Brazil. How'd they have 55 kids that quick? Well, they adopted them. Oh, well. There are plenty of children in Brazil looking for a home. This home? 51 adopted children, and they had four children of their own. She began adopting kids in 2015 taking pity on youths whose lives were surrounded by violence in the impoverished, crime-ridden slums of Rio de Janeiro. So she's taking in all these kids and adopting them, which adds to her status as a politician and some sort of super Christian because she's a gospel singer down there, right? She then becomes a superstar in Brazil's conservative Social Democratic Party. In the 2018 general election, she got 197,000 votes. That was the most achieved by a woman in the state of Rio de Janeiro. So she's really popular. Despite the fact that she married her son. (laughs) That seems like it would be, I don't know, kind of a non-starter. You know, I want to say that, but there's a lot of crazy people running here. So I guess I shouldn't make this about Brazil being any different than, than we are, right? Anyway, she's really popular. She claims she's innocent. Prosecutors say... They've now found evidence providing that she ordered the assassination of her husband. Now, when you draw your guns, Mm -hmm. let's concentrate on the crotch. Heavily armed police arrested five of her children and one granddaughter. However, they weren't able to arrest her because as a member of parliament, she has total immunity. So go Mm. get the kids, but you can't touch mama. That's good work if you can get it. The cops are asking the politicians down there in Brazil, could you maybe change the rules so we can arrest people that are in parliament? We'll look into it. I I can't imagine they're in a hurry to change that law. Cops are saying she tried to poison this guy at least six times over several months before telling a bunch of her kids they needed to stage a break-in at the family home and kill him. Investigators say the motive was financial and the result of a power struggle within the family. They describe a vicious family feud in which her husband blocked her from giving preferential treatment to her favorite children. You don't want to play favorites with your kids, but I will say, when you've got 55 of them, 
listen, there are a few standouts. <laughs> and I'm going to recognize the standouts. Details in the Brazilian papers this week of her alleged crimes. They say that she started to plot the assassination of her husband back in 2018. Her daughter's internet search history includes the words cyanide and food. And crotch. Now, they asked this teenager, why were you looking up cyanide and food? And the teenager says she was trying to find a, uh, advice for a friend who wanted to put down her dog. going to poison your dog this is the thing too uh, apparently she was telling people anyone who would listen that she needed to kill her husband because divorce is ungodly mm. she didn't have a choice murdering her husband would be okay but if you divorce your husband that somehow makes you a sinner you see i'm gonna tell you all my plan in song she told one of her children in a message, quote, what am I supposed to do? I can't separate from him because that would scandalize the name of God. Again, I know we mentioned this earlier, but if you're just joining us, this was her former son, adopted son that she married. And the only thing she could do was kill him by shooting him in the crotch 30 times. Otherwise, God would be upset, you see. Police believe in the hours before his shooting... He and the uh, missus visited a swingers club <laughs> there in Rio de Janeiro. Well, there's no reason we can't have a good time. <laughs> How do you say pool boy in Brazilian? I guess that's what Portuguese, right? <sighs> well, um, they say here that Flavio dos Santos Rodriguez, which is her biological son, shot her, his stepfather with a gun that was purchased by one of the couple's adopted children. Again, the motive was that she was unhappy with, with how this guy was living his life. So now they've got a bunch of her kids, but they can't get her because she is in Congress down there. Sounds like they've had a busy week. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Her lawyer is protesting and saying, listen, my client is innocent telling the Brazilian media that she is very upset with everything that's happening because she is innocent. She never ordered this savage crime. We'll see how we'll see how that works out, but listen, this was all a case of miscommunication. <laughs> I'm as disappointed as any of you. More so. Now when you shoot him, when you shoot daddy, mm -hmm. it's really important that you get him in the crotch 30 times. Or is it just because they're so little and they're, that's when they're pointing up, yeah. that's where they get them? Could be. I mean, that's an attention getter when you shoot someone in the crotch more than 30 times, right? Yes, right in the eggs. After a, going out to a swingers club? But again, got to kill him because that's, that's the godly thing to do. Number three. 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 Boston, Massachusetts. Well, actually, Fitchburg, Massachusetts. Uh, story here of a 64-year-old woman and her 43-year-old son who are in a bit of a pickle. <laughs> Keep it in the family. Yep. Cheryl Lavoie and her son Tony charged with incest in connection with a late-night encounter 
inside the family residence there in Fitchburg, which is about 40 miles away from Boston. From Boston! The uh, mom and, uh, and, her, and her son, again, she's 64, he's 43. Uh, they were allegedly caught having sex on the couch there at their house. During an arraignment, both of these uh, Lavoies pled not guilty to the felony count of incest. A district court judge who ordered the pair to have no contact with each other... There's a good idea. ...has set a pretrial hearing for October 27th. Why don't you guys just take a little break? So, Tony, how's your mother doing? I'm not allowed to talk to her. It's a court order for reasons. It's not a long story, but it's <laughs> it's not a good one. Tony Lavoie's wife told police that she walked in on her husband... And the mother-in-law. That's the worst walk-in ever. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's would, a bad walk-in. Like, that's a situation. If you were to rip your eyeballs out of your head, I'm not saying you should, but if you were to do that, I'd be like, yeah, I get it. It makes sense. You don't need eyes anymore. She walks in on her husband having sex with his mother there on the living room couch. She says that uh, both of the boys were naked and that Cheryl was atop her son. During, <laughs> During police questioning, the Lavoys reportedly admitted to a consensual sexual encounter, and they both claimed it was the very first time they'd ever done that. Mm-hmm. Not the tip of the iceberg. Tony telling the police here in this police report, quote, I don't want to talk about it. I made a mistake. I get it. And I'm embarrassed enough as it is. Yes, we did have sex. It just happened. Well, the cops needed to know more. I don't think... Embarrassed isn't the word. (laughs) How did this happen, they say? He told police it just happened. He said he was playing a video game in the living room when he and his mother just started to kiss and have sex. Again, He's 43 years old. What video game were you playing? <laughs> let, a, let us know so everyone can throw their copy out. It's a version of Mario Brothers where Mario and Luigi are lovers. Well. Super incest brothers. It's fantastic. Cheryl Lavoy, the mom, tells the cops that, quote, I was on top of my son on the couch when they were caught by Tony's wife. She explained to the cops here in the police report, quote, myself and my son have gotten a lot closer over the last few months. Clearly. And we just had sex after we were kissing. Asked if she removed her own clothes, Cheryl replied, no, we took off each other's clothes. Let me get you on these clothes, ma. Boy, brutally honest. Brutally. So- much detail according to the Fitchburg Police Department report Tony Lavoie did not appear nervous or upset about having sex with mom the patrolman notes here in the report quote it appeared to me that Tony was more embarrassed about getting caught by his wife both of these uh, two are free on a personal reconnaissance bond they face a maximum of 20 years in jail if they're convicted of incest by the way, it's worth pointing out that uh, she was living with the couple and, and she is now uh, relocated from that 
residence. You got to find somewhere else to we live. We all think that's a good idea. <laughs> it's probably for the best. What if you went to prison and that's what you were then for? Oh. <laughs> How do you explain that to your cellmate? I'm uh I'm a bad <laughs> You know what messes me? I am one bad <laughs> Shut your mouth. I'm just telling you what I did with my mom uh-huh. playing video games and it kinda got away from us. You're right. That's the worst walk in of all time. Oh. Eesh. Go Red Sox. <laughs> An 11-year-old in Ontario has broken a world record, a Guinness world record, solving 30 Rubik's Cubes one-handed while hula-hooping. That's a lot to take in. Is that all? (laughs) Solving 30 Rubik's Cubes one-handed, hula-hooping the entire time. Again, she's 11. Sankavi Rathan solved 30 Rubik's Cube puzzles with one hand while keeping a hula hoop moving around her, her body. The, the old record, I guess, for this was 25. Somebody tapped out at 25. This 11-year-old just took it to 30. Now, was there a time limit or just a matter of knocking out the... Uh, I think it's how many you how do. How many you can yeah, do. You got to get before it done. The, before the hoop falls. <laughs> right. At some point, that hula hoop is going gonna to fall. give way. Yeah. At some point, you get tired of all the mm-hmm. the hula hoop. I'm tired of doing this. <laughs> is that how it works? You just... I was watching, there's this new documentary series about the history of video games on Netflix. And they were talking to this lady who won the Space Invaders Championship in 1980. Mm-hmm. Uh, went to the mall, paid a dollar to be in a contest had the high score in Space Invaders on the old Atari 2600. And for that, she won a a trip to New York to be a part of the national championship. Sure. And and it was her and, like, four other kids. And they all turned their Ataris on at the same time. And then they started playing. And one kid dropped out after 20 minutes. And the rest of them just kept going and going and going. And it was clear... They had not really budgeted a lot of time for this. Mm-hmm. They thought it would be over pretty quickly. And the four out of the five of them just kept playing and playing and playing. They wouldn't die. So after like an hour and a half, two hours, they say, okay, that's it. That concludes the championship. Yeah. And then they took a look at the scores. And uh, and this lady ended up winning the whole thing. Uh-huh. But I thought it was telling. She, she was saying... We kept playing, and, and it was just me, and I went to the zone, and I, I was playing, and I got the high score, and I just kept hearing the machine, all the everyone else playing. It was yeah. just this, war, you know, all the beeps and whatnot. And uh, as soon as the game was over, and she'd won the national championship, her first thought was, my God, I never want to play this game <laughs> again. I'm going to do it. Never want to play it again. There was a, a, a kid in the early 80s, and the record that he had was playing the game Asteroids. Played 31 hours of Asteroids on a single quarter. Well, haven't we had the stories where people put in these marath- marathon sessions mm-hmm. and it ends up killing them? 
That is more something in like the internet cafes in Asia where these guys are playing games that are forever like World of Warcraft and stuff. Yes. Where, yeah. Those are games that I don't think are designed to have an ending. And it takes such a toll on yeah. you. Yeah. Well, 31 hours playing Asteroids. First of all, like, I'm just thinking, are you sitting down for that long? Are you standing up? Do you, you can't go to the bathroom. You can't pause an Asteroids game, right? You can't say, hey, hang on, I need, to, I need to take a break. Unless you just built up so many extra lives that you just go take a quick whiz and, and come right back. I don't know. Or you just go dry. I, but that must be what happens. But yeah, this guy was saying, they had the footage of him from like 1981. He's like, this game is pretty much my entire life. Which, okay, that seems, that seems weird. But yeah, this kid wins the... Space Invaders National Championship on the Atari 2600. And the first thought was, I will never play this game again. And I'm wondering if this 11-year-old now that has just broken this record for, again, one-handed Rubik's Cube solving while hula hooping. Doesn't want to look at another Rubik's I'm, Cube. I'm done with the hula hoops and the Rubik's Cubes altogether. It's been done. <laughs> There's no need for it's me to It's been do done, it. and I'm done. And we're done here. Five. 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 Number five. They've ranked the 50 sexiest accents in the United States of America. And I will confess until I read this, I guess I didn't realize that there were 50 unique accents in these United States. We have 50 accents. 50 these are the top 50. So there's potentially more. Some that didn't make the list. The top 50 sexiest accents in the United States of America. I guarantee. Well, where do you think that one showed up? Probably not very high. Louisiana. Interesting. Uh, like a Louisiana or like a, a Cajun thing. Let's see. New Orleans is at number 31 on the list. So not too high. Not, not too low. Dead last is New Jersey. The New Jersey accent, last year it was 49 out of 50. This year, 50 out of 50 on this list. The Uh least sexy accent in America. Uh, 49 on the list is Long Island. 48th, Floridian. 47th, Minnesotan. What is Floridian? Floridian. What what does that sound like? uh, It says, not including the sexy twang of Miami, The Florida accent is a baffling mix of Midwest and Northeast with a hint of Southern. They call a sandwich down there a sandwich. They call it a what? A sandwich. A sandwich? Yeah, I want to go get a sandwich at the the place. Sandwich. You know, part of it is because that's a part of the country that people are from other places. Yeah, I get that. So they have kind of this weird mix. But who says sandwich? (laughs) And Floridians do, apparently. They call them sandwiches. Uh, I'm looking here at the map. We got a couple people listening to us in Florida. Do you guys call them sandwiches? I call it manwich. <laughs> I got a list here of Florida slang that they use. Uh, but what part of Florida? Well, this is all of Florida. It says if you're if if you parked far away from your destination, uh, they have a saying down there. We parked in Goofy. They call it. If you parked a very long way from your destination, you say, we parked in Goofy. We're still about 10 minutes away. We had to park in Goofy. Hmm. I'm, I'm guessing that's a reference to how far the Goofy part of the parking lot is at Disney World, right? <laughs> is that... Yeah, I suppose they have they have sections. Uh-huh. 
Wouldn't it make more sense to you parked in Pluto? Well, you're thinking of the planet, not the lovable dog. No, I'm thinking of both. I think the dog is actually pretty good parking down there. I think parking in Pluto is not bad. Is that good? Okay. Wicked up. Now, that's how they say wasted in Florida. I got wicked up last night. Man, you were pretty wicked up last night. Hmm. Um, again, these are that's that's slang down there. That has nothing to do really with their their accent. Um, as far as the sexiest accent, according to this, uh-huh. the sexiest out of the fifty accents that you can find in the United States is Texan. It says, "Who can resist a slow Texan drawl?" I can. <laughs> A Texan accent is a southern accent with a twist, it says here. Strong R's and plenty of howdies. It's America's sexiest mm. accent. They say New York is number two on the list. Now, help me understand. The difference. New Jersey is the least sexiest, and New York is the second best. How mm-hmm. does that work? I mean, is there that big of a difference? Well, I guess the difference is the bridge. Bostonian comes in at number three. Oh. Alabama is number four. And Chicago accents are number five on the list. Southside? Um, I don't think there's a difference. Is there a difference? <laughs> Cajun comes in at number 18. So New Orleans is in the 30. Straight up Cajun is 18. Uh, the accent that I think you and I both share is the Midwestern accent, right? Although I, I tend to get a little Chicago if I'm angry or if I've had a couple of beers. Oh, do you? Yeah. <laughs> I tend to I tend to slip into some bad habits. Where's my Grashki? The <laughs> Midwestern accent. It says here the 12 states that make up the Midwest uh-huh. have some of their own unique accents. But generally speaking, the Midwestern accent in, say, Iowa and Nebraska, is subtle and sweet. The words Mary, Mary, and Mary all rhyme with each other in the Midwest. Apparently, in other parts yeah. of the country, they say those words and it sounds different. I, I, that doesn't make any sense. Mary, Mary! Dubuque has a pocket. Where in, in Dubuque, they have a, a unique accent. Is that now getting close to Wisconsin? Well, yeah, it's on the border, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Um, they pronounce the word sink... Mm-hmm. With a Z sound. All right. It's like wash your hands in the zinc. In that's, the zinc? Yeah, that's what they say in Dubuque. They call it a zinc. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna clean your zinc for you there. Yeah, that's weird. Zinc. What? How do they pronounce zinc then? The the the, <laughs> the metal. I imagine they say sink. I don't know how that works. I'm gonna have the kitchen zinc. <laughs> what kind of pizza you want? Everything. Top 15 accents. St. Louis. I didn't realize St. Louis had their own accent. It's a St. Louis has some unique features that make it different than the rest of the Midlands. Saturday. Native speakers swap the R sound for or. So you're 40 years old. And it's carn, not corn. Hmm. Uh, Number 14 is Chicano. Number 13 is Hawaiian. Number 12, Mississippi. 11 is Miami, 10 Kentucky, 9 Northwestern, 8 Mainer, 7 Philadelphia, 
six Californian, and then, yeah, Chicago, Alabama, Boston, New York, and Texas are the top five as far as accents go. Kansas has its own accent. That's number 27 on the list. Kansas City is in the Midlands speech area, but a new accent emerged in the town of Liberal, Kansas, where people speak with a Latin American Spanish tone, even if they're native English speakers. Hmm. I had no idea. Colorado has its own accent. Milwaukee has its own accent. Milwaukee comes in at number 33 on this list. It says here, if you want to know how to speak perfect Milwaukee's, you pronounce bag as bag. And add an anya on the end of a question. It's like saying ain't it. Mm. Which comes from the state's Germanic influences. Also, don't forget to say the city, uh, it's Milwaukee. They don't say Milwaukee, mm. it's Milwaukee. They like look- the I-L is gone. In, in Milwaukee, they call it Milwaukee. Does that make, does that make sense? Uh-huh. So, yeah. 50 different accents. New Jersey, dead last. Long Island is 49. So Long Island and New Jersey, dead last. But New York somehow, number two. Yeah, you lose it uh, when you cross the bridge. Is it all over, Rock? I guess so. I didn't think it'd be like this. And just like that, we're done with the Dave and Darren Top 5 Things podcast. Poof. Yeah, we'll have another one for you soon. If you need more, you can also become a patron, and then you would have access to everything we've ever done. Over a thousand podcasts. That's available if you go. That can't be right. It's true. Over a thousand. And they're all yours and you have access to them anytime you like. If you become a patron, you can do so at nachoradio.com. The podcast today was brought to you by Nature's Treatment of Illinois. Nature's Treatment of Illinois' goal is to fully understand their clients' needs uh, physically, mentally, and emotionally because they know it's not easy to live with a chronic illness. Their experienced wellness consultants can sit down with you and discuss what options are going to work best to make you feel more comfortable. Frequently asked questions are answered at the website, which is ntillinois.com. Till we get a chance to do another one for you. Hang loose, kooks. And you stay classy and safe, Quad Cities. Come on, Quad Cities. Represent. This is for the Quad Cities. Represent spot. Davin board. Yeah, we keeping it locked. Rock out. Come on. And it just don't stop. East Moline. Yeah, they keeping it hot. Uh. Bye. Have a great time.